Hello everyone. Welcome to the Takeaway Club, where I talk to interesting people across different walks of life to get to know their stories and more importantly, the habits, routines and other interests that shaped up their journey and got them to where they are. And some of which we can apply to our own lives and become the best version of ourselves. In today's episode, I have Krithi Patak, who is a talent development professional. She has been in the trenches for 17 years, helping employees, especially freshers, get a much-needed clarity on their job roles, setting them up for a successful and meaningful career in the corporate world. Hi, Krithi. Hi, Krishna. How are you? Doing great. So nice to meet you. I should say e-meet you. <laughs> yes. Uh, so yeah, finally we e-meet each other. So for people who are not familiar, who's Kriti and what is your story? To start with, I did my master's in human resource management from Christ College, Bangalore. And uh, that's where I, you know, I've spent about eight years in Bangalore, then moved back to Gujarat, uh, was in Gandhinagar for some time, and then right now in Ahmedabad since almost seven, eight years. So my career graph has started from Bangalore, where I was also working in a BPO for a short while, uh, then, then moved into core HR roles, including HR ops, uh, mainly, you know, dealing with employee, joining formalities uh, and coordination to start with. Then moved into a role of a training manager with e-learning background. And when I moved back to Gujarat, um, I joined TCS. So in uh, in Ahmedabad, uh, I wanted to move back after marriage and wanted to get settled here. Uh, my husband is from textile industry, so that's the reason why we plan to settle here. Coming back to career, um, I worked with ANZ, Oracle, and um, uh, the BPO was IBM BPO when I started my career. Gave me a very uh, good exposure into a lot of global team management, uh, working with global team members. Um, Gave me excellent exposure in terms of variety of work. And then when I moved here, uh, TCS also is a very large organization, gave a very good um, exposure into various roles when I started. I was managing the ILP initially. ILP is the initial learning program, uh, which TCS runs for its uh, campus graduates. In entire career of mine of 17 plus years, I have always been part of... um, you know, college to corporate transition programs where I design those for the freshers. I also ensure there's very smooth assimilation because, you know, a lot of focus on uh, on making them corporate ready is already being given by the colleges. But what I try to maintain is, you know, uh, breaking a lot of myths that they have about corporates 
another aspect that i've been working on is talent development so talent development the idea is not only to uh, retain people it is also by rewarding them by giving a good career by giving them good mentoring by giving them good coaching by also ensuring that you set them up for success because when you hire someone you see so much potential but immediately in 2 3 months you realize that the person is not really uh, turned out as good as what we thought but then then throws a point where there is lack of mentoring there is lack of hand holding there is lack of clarity because if you see potential and if the person is not able to perform there's definitely a gap in coaching or mentoring that person so these are the various aspects that i work very closely on with leadership and talent uh, development areas as my key focus and uh, then from tcs moved to vodafone after vodafone aptus it's a saas product company and uh, after spending almost 5 years with aptus somewhere i realized that now there's an organic growth within me as a professional and i can now start something on my own wow that's amazing kriti you've had such an illustrious career uh, so what is the current situation like as someone who's just starting up uh, i am guessing that it's probably not a good time for someone to you know start something off the ground so how are you managing your independent consultancy um i wouldn't say it's not the right time actually if it is not the right time to do uh, independent consulting then i think it's also not the right time to be in a job where you're not enjoying it so there's always a higher sense of insecurity when you are in a job and i can relate to it very uh, you know i can relate to it very closely because i've just left my job so i know that feeling is still there sometimes in me where i forget that i'm no more in you know working for one company uh, so there's a very high level of insecurity there is also a you know a compulsive uh, behavior of responding to things or just trying to show that you're working which i feel so less stressed because probably i was not like that but you know the way you um you kind of uh, you know, tune your brain or you know the way you get affected by your surroundings that makes a lot of difference in the way you behave and respond to situations so i think i'm at a much better place by being an independent consultant because i really don't have pressure to prove myself yes i do have a pressure to prove myself only to my own self and not to anyone else so that's where i would say that it it is always this this particular period i had always calculated it to be my you know uh, more of not just hibernation but more of finding myself trying to figure out how the market is so this time i had kept aside for that duration that research and that has really helped lot of things i feel that i should have done even before quitting or you know while while thinking of starting up on my own but it doesn't really happen with lot of people uh, 
we have that thing in our mind and especially if you're attached to your job when you're very passionate about your role it's very difficult to think about things outside your organization so i could not have done uh, justice to either of them so it's okay i have uh, given myself this time to really find what all i can offer where all i can be accepted uh, and which areas i can really make a difference so i think it's the best time and in fact after the lockdown things for me have actually become more busy uh, i don't end up traveling 2 hours just to meet a customer and just to show my face now i am dealing and talking to customers or clients or even coaching people where actually there is a purpose earlier in i think in feb uh, until feb i used to uh, you know just aimlessly meet people right now i think i have a i have very clear purpose to meet them more so to do with my own clarity as well as you know what the other person wants as well as the current situation you know nobody has the time to just meet people now and even the permission or luxury to meet people so that way it is uh, helped me a lot in filtering <laughs> where i want to spend my energy and how i want to uh, focus my energy for a better purpose so i think i'm at a very good place right now that's totally true i completely agree with you on that one uh, i think this is a very good opportunity for us to just sit back take a pause and evaluate where we are headed in our life be it professionally or personally i mean when was the last time you had this much time to simply sit around in your house listen to your loved ones talk and so in that aspect i think this has been a very welcome relief to our monotonous lifestyle i know i know how hard it is to look beyond the despair the struggles we hear on the livelihood affected of so many people but if i were to put a positive spin on that it is how it has allowed us to reconnect with our family our childhood friends i think i i do believe that is a silver lining and we should make the most out of it to take stock of where we are headed reevaluate our goals and what we want in our life and things like that on that note i do have one question for you uh, the current situation means a lot of youngsters in their jobs are being let go of companies right uh, in fact right before our call this conversation uh, i got a call from one of my very close friends and uh, unfortunately he was asked to leave uh, i mean the company had no choice either and people don't know how to react especially these youngsters who are you know a couple of into years into their job they have never faced anything like this before right the last time we had uh, had a crisis like this was the 2008 financial crisis and none of these young people uh, who are facing who are in the middle of this situation they did not have any idea on how things unfolded back then so this is completely new for them and they are panicking and they have no idea what they want to do uh, where do they go from here uh, because for them their company their first job or their second job that was it that is what uh, they their lives centered around 
So what advice or suggestions would you give for those people uh, who feel like it's the end of the world at the moment? The first thing is not to blame yourself at all. The other thing is uh, most of these things, you know, we say that everything happens for good, but actually I have seen it happen. I have seen, uh, to be honest, in most of my interviews I've appeared, I've never been rejected, but there are times where I am myself not very confident to take the position forward, you know, when I'm offered something. And at the same time, those people reject me. So, uh, you know, very few times I've been rejected. And I actually think that really good because, um, you know, I used to doubt myself that maybe I was not good enough or, you know, but sometimes I was just not fitting in there. So I think it's it's also about the, uh, you know, the time in your career where you need to find your best fit in terms of your organization. There are organizations which may be really good at the same time, may not be good for people of a certain capability. And I, uh, I'll probably, you know, talk about it further in detail at a later point in time. But finding your passion, finding what you really want to do is is what will keep you going in these times. And uh, if you are at a stage where you reach maybe five years, three years mark of your career, then it's very good time to have a plan B. Always have a plan B and alter. So in from the time I started, I always had an alternative career in mind, though I never want to pursue it. But I always thought that, you know, if nothing works out, I can still start, you know, Going back to my calligraphy days, I was a calligraphy teacher. I I paint, so I can go back to art as my, you know, uh, place to not only earn money but keep me occupied. And I know that I'm good at it. So always finding your own passion A, and another the B is your plan B actually, where you try to find out what could be the next best best thing or what is it that stops you from doing certain things at this point of time. So there were a lot of things which I stopped myself. I never had this bent of mind where I could function independently. I never thought that I could consult so independently because I'm a very people person. I always thought I can work in teams, but it took me so many years to discover that being an individual contributor doesn't make you a less people person. So, you know, everyone needs to find that side of yourself. And I think this is the right time. And if there is someone, especially to your friend who called you and uh, must be really upset. And I know this is quite upsetting if you're not prepared for it. But I think he should just use this time as a blessing and utilize it for something. And, you know, prepare himself for something which is much bigger much better and much more enriching in his life. Maybe these things were not adding any value. Maybe that particular organization. And imagine, I think this is the best time to know a lot of people and a lot of organizations because uh, they are not guarded. They are uh, unveiling their original selves. So the way you behave in crisis is actually the way you are. And uh, so a lot of times we are all into those masks. And right now we are able to see everyone 
without the mask so i think this is the right time to gauge whether you're in the right company whether you're in right set of friends it could be even personal professional anything and whether you're in the right kind of role so i think this has come as a blessing to him and he should make use of it and probably you know after the call we can talk about him in much more detail very beautiful kriti and i'm sure when my friend hears this he's gonna realize that he's not at fault here and feel a whole lot better about himself the thing is we find ourselves in a situation that is beyond the realms of anyone's imagination right and there is not much that companies can do either if you go back and look at these magazines and blogs with their top predictions for 2020 not one of them saw this coming that said how should companies or more specifically the executives who are making these decisions or at least who are letting people know deal with this you know you have these colleagues who have been around for years and you have to tell them that they are being let go because of stupid faceless virus decided to go crazy how should executives uh, handle this situation and let these people know that they are going to come out of this stronger whenever be all on the situation i totally understand this because i've been part of this situation such situation not this particular but uh, a similar situation we, which we faced in 2008 and that was the uh, time when we faced uh, recession and uh, in having been in roles where i was just given a list and i had to pe- tell people that you know this is not going to work out and you need to resign today or something like that that is the that is the worst thing or worst task for anyone to manage uh there has not been any tougher situation than this uh where you know you have to just treat a situation very practically having said that when i mentioned to you about people behaving in the way they are we must not lose uh, the focus that yes the decisions are not in our hands but how to deal with it is in our hand so the way you treat people with respect and uh, with empathy as well as giving them an assurance that this is just a situation and you're just doing your job you're not doesn't mean that the person is any less so dealing with it with a lot of sensitivity helps a lot because that will also remove a lot of guilt from yourself if you're doing such a role of an executive asking people to leave and uh, if ever you have any influence on decision making make sure that you know people should make sure that you're actually you know not not you know getting off some really good talent because getting them is very difficult so as far as quality of talent is concerned it's again relative but make sure that you fight enough for your right people for your uh, people who are who have been an asset and don't let them go so easily and if you ever have to let them go make sure that you treat them really well make sure that you give their uh, transition a very uh, make it very smooth you know the way we onboard people especially in hr it's a very uh, special area now where 
the way you welcome to your organization plays a big role in retaining people at the same time the way you say goodbye has to be in a note where a person can be rehired or when a person goes to another company talks very high about you and your culture so you have that capability of building your own professional brand as well as you carry an onus of your company's brand as well so do it with lot of sensitivity and make sure that you making the person feel though you're letting the person go but you're also focusing on how valued that person was and how difficult it is for you to let the person go at the same time not take the blame again because you are just an executor you know we have in our own mythology there are a lot of you know examples where you just execute a task because you are performing your role not that you're part of that decision not that you agree to that decision but some things you just meant to do as part of your role so you're just here to finish that task and detach yourself from that uh, thought so that you don't feel that it's a bad karma because you're doing your every bit to make it comfortable and smooth and at least less painful for the other person so i think that's what i would suggest uh, i think my takeaway from that is despite everything going on anyone who has been let go they should still be in a frame of mind where they will recommend this company to someone else i want to switch the focus of our conversation a bit at this point so how has your family supported your decision all these years you know be taking up different roles in various companies or at this point deciding to start up on your own how have they helped you in this journey uh so my husband has played a big role in terms of the decision making itself uh because you being in a career and a job oriented career you need that affirmation at times where uh, you want to know whatever you're doing is backed by people so when i was thinking about moving to uh, you know independent consulting that's where the only one statement which really made it easy for me and clear in my mind that i can take this this decision was a statement from my husband where he said that you know since both of us are working um, that's the benefit you get to try out things and why not now so i am i completely support your decision and uh, you know do well so that in future if i want to quit my job uh, you have something stable so it actually really helps where you know you have someone who can support you in a manner not just financially but you know that job security is there uh, that one of us has a job and the other can really try out things and that gives a good uh, start to your decision and the motivation that is required to begin new things which i did not get in so many years i got it just now and maybe that's why there was a calling maybe both of us were not at a stage of our time uh, stage of our lives where we could really think of trying out various things at that point of time so i think it's the right timing now for me <clears throat> at the same time uh in terms of support see what happens is one thing is to agree to what is your decision 
other is to really understand and try and support so that takes a lot of time you know saying yes yes i'm here to back you up is very easy but when it comes to really understanding why it takes so much time for me to build network and get independent consulting work or you know develop business that understanding comes only with experience and uh, i you know in my family it is more of more most of us are into jobs so it's very for me itself it was very different world to explore where i thought okay you know uh, i have my contacts i'll start consulting which is good but then it takes a lot of effort more effort than your job and at one point of time i was thinking that oh if i had done so much in my job i would have been some you know maybe in a different area altogether so yeah uh, it takes a while for even the family to digest it that okay you're doing effort but the result may not be immediate and that comes only with the kind of exposure and experience that they go through along with you very happy that you have such a supportive uh, better half who is uh, cheering you on at every step of the way and letting you know that he is there for you what about your kid because it's an entirely different dynamic there uh, you cannot reason your way out as to why you are not as much around or involved in their everyday well uh, so he's not a not that small my son is 11 year old um, it was difficult initially when i was actually working so he has seen me work throughout he's never seen me uh, home or completely available to him so there's always that insecurity or you know that attention seeking attitude that he has towards me and now i think both of us have found a way to deal with it there were times where he used to tell me that you know mama why can't you work in my school if you really want to work you become a teacher i want to see you every day in my class and for a second i was like zapped by these questions and uh, but he was just in class first that time uh, but i made sure that i want to tell him that mama is not good as a teacher mama likes her work and that's what she's good at the way uh, you know every individual functions is and more is get um, every individual needs to be motivated towards what that person is doing so i probably am not good as a teacher uh, though you want me to be there but i am not good at it i just know my work on my laptop so <laughs> to explain him and then he kind of understood and then he could relate to various good things he's seen he, you know in office we usually have kids at work and also he's seen my office he's seen how i function he's he's, he's very uh, you know open and friendly with my colleagues so there's a lot of uh, warmth that he's seen in working and he doesn't see any problem with that having said that he does miss me and you know miss that area where he sees other people's moms more active and always with them where uh, now i think of late he's is grown up and he's found his way also plus he is not asking me anymore that you know when are you going when are you back he used to have this question all the time are you going for a meeting when are you going to be back are you going to come late you know these were the basic questions he used to ask me every day 
and the, those have reduced now now he doesn't ask me anymore and especially with the lockdown he he's taken me for granted that i'm there at home with him and uh, technology calls he is more understanding uh, i think than adults because uh, their their generation has grown up with this they have their own e class so he understands about the space privacy uh, you know giving giving each other space and giving each other privacy during calls he knows it more than me at times when i barge into his school classes he doesn't like it so it has been uh, a different uh, scenario now off late but i'm i i find it very easy to deal with him actually now earlier it was little difficult but i think we've sailed through that phase of our lives and it's easier now for me to make him understand in fact i don't even have to make him understand anymore he has now accepted me as a whole person not just playing a role of a mom he has accepted me that okay my mom is a professional who is who's working some of his friends used to come in and see the paintings that i used to do and always ask is your mom an artist so you know he has kind of accepted that i have different facets of me as a person and he likes each facet of me because he likes me as a mother so uh, it's a very different relationship that we share and i i don't know if i can explain it in words but yeah that acceptance really helps and it comes with only time and uh, maturity so i want to switch gears a bit here who are some of the people in your life who have had the biggest influence in becoming the person that you are so you will find it very uh, um so if i have to think the biggest influences in my life have been women in my life so it's a very uh, strange thing when i think of it because i never thought of any gender while looking up to them but uh, somewhere they just inspired me a lot so to start with my mother uh because i have always uh, i have seen her in my childhood i always seen her do so many things and she was so super capable than anybody else around me so I was always someone who could inspire uh, my mother's sister my masi uh, my aunt I, to be you know specific uh, she had uh, she had she's vision impaired she had lost her eyesight in her accident and uh, after her accident she could barely see with 40% vision and after that also she finished her phd at the age of 40 so you know and she's still a single uh, woman staying uh, uh, with her community where she feels affiliated and i see her performing every duty with a lot of purpose and meaning i always looked up to her because uh, the strength that they, that she had you know in spite of so many challenges she never made it look like uh, you know something which would stop her so she always went ahead and would you know live her dreams so she had a very very big influence on me in my childhood days and that's why i was so uh, you know i always wanted to be like her <laughs> though she is a phd and i'm not but uh, you know 
that sense of being a, a career oriented woman or you know having my own identity those are ingrained when you see such uh, personalities around you i can totally relate yes. to that my dad's brother yeah. so my uncle so he has a phd and he is someone that i look up to all the time yes so we always have these and it's very important i wouldn't say to just follow them but it's important for us to look at those lives and learn something good so i think they have had major influence the attitude the the positivity the the strength and the power that they have to craft their own lives that is something really appealing and uh, when i grew up i started my career i was trust me i was not a very career oriented woman then i still wanted to figure out whether i want to do phd or you know study further or just so i started working just to see how it is to work not for a career and that was little uh, you know i'm just being honest and that was some that's a phase where we are very confused in life so maybe i was just exploring and that's where i found my uh, first mentor um and uh, she used to be my boss in ANZ and even now we talk she i call her my corporate mom because <laughs> she has actually played a big role in my career she has played a major role where i i didn't know a lot of things about myself and she used to make me realize that you know, this is what you're good at this is where you you need to take control of your life so someone like that who anchors you so well uh with your emotions with the understanding of you as a person at the same time appreciating you never treating you as a threat it's very important to have that kind of role model in your life especially in corporate career because uh, that helps you sail through and lot of times even i have felt that you know am i going wrong or is the management and there are a lot of things where you don't really get along with what the company or the management is thinking and uh, having a mentor like that that really helps because you can always throw back ideas and uh, have that reaffirmation that your thinking is right i know sometimes we don't need that affirmation but me as a people person and you know i i used to have this habit of seeking a lot of approvals so but having her as a mentor i had a right person to give me approval though i would do what i like or what i think but if you have someone uh, whom you're looking up to give you that reaffirmation that yeah what you're thinking is correct that really boosts your confidence and gives you gives you a go ahead to do things which probably people may not accept so easily so i think if i am able to say something assertively or say a no to someone or decide something by myself and uh, be very strong headed that's all because of her because of my personality i was never like this <laughs> i was a very very adjusting people person more of people pleasing personality but uh, having such mentors really helped even now of late i have always had really good friends at work which really helps because uh, again you need to choose wisely but those become your real pillars of deciding for your own self 
because they see some things in you which probably you are not able to see and they show you that mirror and that's where you know where to go ahead again this is something that i can relate to word for word uh, my first job i had an amazing boss who's my mentor i still stay in touch with him any important news be it good or bad he's the first person i turn to and frankly the first few weeks after i came out of the company it was a little hard for me to adjust to the fact that i wouldn't get to interact with him on a daily basis and Uh, it was true for the entire company actually you know, we were a small startup and we were all like family and there was this feeling of loss a void that uh, it took uh, quite some time to get over yeah uh, so see with my mentors i never had that uh, fear or you know loss because i always felt that distance may not really impact our relationship so that was always there but yes my mother was played a big role in my life and i lost her uh, in a very uh, you know unplanned way because it was a sudden demise none of us were prepared for it and she was a pillar of my life that such incidents really teach you a lot of things which are not taught otherwise so they are you know they make you little um, they elevate you as not only personality but i feel that soul has elevated in a manner where i accept that okay there are people who are still going to be with me uh, whatever time they have spent with me whatever i have learned from them if i am trying if i try to do justice with that i think they're with me so you know that has made me a very uh, different person now i have become more uh, more empowered i have started doing things and taking decisions on my own i'm more confident about what i'm doing compared to earlier where i always thought there's a there's someone who's going to hold you if you're going to fall back so now i know that probably i may fall even now but uh, that's okay i'll get up and run so you, know, you need to accept life where how it comes uh, having said that i think uh, your close family especially parents or you know anyone who's very close to you has a major impact only when you lose them you realize their importance so i think that has made me realize value of people even more now and value of life to be very precise i think i'm trying to do every bit and trying to live myself the way she wanted me to live so that makes me feel good about it now it's very beautiful and like i mentioned earlier that is probably the only silver lining to this uh, crisis we at least get to spend more time with our family than we have ever had before all these years yes krishna and i want to add here that you know it's not just the family you're spending more time with yourself mm-hmm. um though you are sharing the screen presence you're sharing uh, a lot of your time on air with people but you still spending more time with yourself you you are getting to know what you are or you know what you were a lot of people going back to their childhood photos going back to their hobbies 
uh, it really uh, brings you closer to yourself and that is very very that's a big silver line actually uh, to this whole situation where we never i never thought that i'll get so much time for myself or you know to think and reflect upon things because i am a very I'm, i i can do daydreaming i can i i get lost in so many thoughts that i always find uh, that the time is less for me to think and you know uh, keep on thinking or building on some fantasies or ideas so i think this is the right time for everyone to reflect and see what they really like what they really want to do in life uh, of late i discovered uh, you know rediscovered my passion or art that i had i used to be involved in but i stopped doing it so now somehow i try to go back to those going back to calligraphy going back to uh, you know certain uh, meditation which i was not able to do and that makes me feel so good that you know i am still that kruti you know 10 years back i am able to live that part of my life as well uh, by doing these small things tell me more about your journey as an artist and how it has helped you become a better version of yourself of late i've stuck on to canvas painting which has kept me uh, you know somewhere more interested to get into depth i did my first canvas painting way back in i guess 2004 or 5 i don't remember but yeah i was in anz and there was a competition held across the globe and my first canvas painting was shortlisted as a top finalist and i traveled to australia for it uh, for the finale and that gave me a good boost and you know motivation that oh i can really paint well without any classes without any um, Uh, you know proper training i could i could paint and i just love the connection with colors that i have they have a huge impact on your mood they have a huge positive impact on yourself and uh, that's where i realize that painting is something i want to restart redo and uh, explore a different style of painting every year that's what i'm now pursuing but yeah it makes me feel that it's it's something that makes me feel very alive and connected with myself and and we look at paintings as a small frame or you know big frame whatever you call it but it's it has dimensions but the colors that you put in the imagination that you put in the creativity that you put in has no limits so that's what i love about painting imagination can be you know the way i paint and the way you look at it has so many different perspectives to it and that's what i love about colors and paintings and that's amazing on a lighter note kriti uh, if you got to go to australia as one of the finalists for your paintings it's certainly not level 1 and i've seen them okay so i'm actually going to add it to the show notes and so that people can let you know that it's not level 1 like how you put it I want to close the curtains on this amazing episode uh, with one of my favorite questions. So, uh, if you get a billboard in every town in this world, uh, it will display a message, any message that you like. What would the billboard contain? What would you write in the billboard for the world to see? 
could be a quote or a saying anything that you like uh, that you want people to just grasp it so i would quote something which i have oplate started believing in um the only way out is within so if you think the situation and you want to out get out of it it the answer is within you so the only way out is within uh the only way ahead is also within so if you want to move ahead in life not forward but ahead uh then also it is going to be it is going to start from within so i think every every person's answers lie with themselves is what i believe in and my billboard would read that the only way out is within and the only way ahead is within very beautiful it's more fitting given the current situation say <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah maybe the current situation influence on me <laughs> i've become very uh, overly mindful and you know reflect in that reflection mode well we wrap up this episode of the takeaway club with that amazing piece of wisdom and kriti thank you so much for dropping by and sharing your thoughts with me and i certainly enjoyed this conversation and uh, in the future i definitely want to have you in uh, for another round of conversation where we can get your perspective on so many other things be it professionally or personally so thanks for joining and take care stay safe uh, i wish you all the success for your independent consultancy that you are getting started yeah i i'm glad that we connected because as i told you earlier also the energy the ideas that you have i learn so much there is there is a concept of reverse mentoring and uh, that's what i get from you so when when you have such fresh thoughts and a different view of life and different perspective having spent 17 years you know i need this variety of thoughts i need this uh, reverse mentoring for myself so that has really helped me so thank you and kaushik of course for getting us connected so wish everyone a great uh, great second half of the year and uh, a journey towards discovering themselves <laughs>